Did you play Call of Duty? Yeah, drunk. I was oh like, for about two hours. I'm so dying. Dead. Just kept dying. I'm just like, why am I dying? <laughs> I deserve more. I can't. I can't deal. I cannot deal. Well, welcome to So Problematic, the podcast that talks about relatable subjects like self-care, relationships, and growing in life. I'm your host, Cece, and we have your co-host. I'm Jane. That's Ray. And this episode, we'll be discussing um, George Floyd, Brianna Taylor, and Rashard Brooks. And I hope everyone is doing well and staying safe. Before we start this segment, I would like to begin with an affirmation. As we begin to read this affirmation, please accept it in your hearts and in your mind and take it with you as you begin the new upcoming week. I love and stand by myself as I am. I choose to fill my day with gratitude, compassion, and kindness. I invite all new energy and possibilities. I will move through today with mindfulness and presence. I understand that I am always whole and complete. So, what are you guys doing today? I know you recovering because you don't had a whole bottle of wine. <laughs> I only had one cup. I had a cup of coffee. Well, I, I'm having coffee. coffee now, so I can, that that counts. That, does, that count. does count. That helps a little bit. Yeah. Trying to figure out what my next makeup look is going to be. Yeah, sure you guys subscribe to her YouTube Girl. channel. Go ahead and tell them the the, the name. <laughs> it's CC Beauty Slayer. Make sure y'all subscribe. She is taking you on a makeup journey, healthcare journey, skincare. Um, she's presenting the new her. Yes, I am. Thank you. I'm trying. It's a new thing for me. I'm real sensitive about my shit, so I'm with. Come with some positivity, <laughs> you feel me? Because yes, it's a and new if you bring yes. the negative, just know it's gonna turn into positive, okay? Okay, trust and believe it. Okay, but, yeah, so I'm <laughs> just trying new things and moving forward. And all I do is have time right now, so why not? Tell me about it. I mean, mm-hmm. quarantine life, and all we can do yes. is watch the news or watch social media and seeing the 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 illness of this world you know what it is it's like something happened like okay you have covid and you're like okay god i see this happening and then you have the black the black lives matter movement you're like Mm -hmm. really this and then you have something else and it's like oh my goodness like i mean yeah it's like it's like a train wreck of life that you're just like when was the train gonna stop and the train is still moving the train ain't even stopped. Mm-hmm. It's still moving. But we have um, we have the topic of George Floyd, a 46-year-old black male. I believe he was a father of three. Um, he took his last yes. breath on Memorial Day. As the nation mm. watched a live video of eight minutes and 46 seconds of him pleading for his life. Mm. I was in tears. I want to hug my my husband and my boys. Like, I, I I really don't understand. It was definitely sick. It was definitely something that we're actually used to. It's just now that we actually had to watch it for that eight minutes. 
Mm-hmm. And well, technically, probably ten minutes before yeah. and after. Yeah. Um, it it just shows you the level of treatment that we are used to, and yeah. the fact that finally we are standing up and we're saying something. But it's just the fact that this has been going on for centuries, like for decades. It this is something that we are. It's sad, but we're used to. But now we're sick of it. It's like, okay, now mm-hmm. it's it's the means of an end. We have to do something. But it's just, it takes you back to what our grandparents endure and their parents and how things, you know, wasn't pub. It was publicized, but they would put it, the headlines in the newspaper. It was glorified back then. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's just hurtful because we have to sit here and, teach our children how to talk to the police how don't pretty much don't look them in the eye keep your head down you know what i'm saying and yeah when we're supposed to be mm-hmm. uplifting them keep your head up you know and, right and taking and them I- they, they took a father they took a brother they took a you know future husband because he, mm-hmm. he wasn't married at the time but it's just sad yeah. it really is like i have two sons and i don't even know how to have a this type of conversation with them like I don't even know fully what to say because any officer could just say if what he's saying I'm still going to do what I want to do because I have the authority to do so you know what I'm saying mm. I could say I could sit here and, and preach yeah. to my kids all I want but it's what that officer does what really hit America was is is that it is mm-hmm. in your face so you really can't say, oh, but the officer did this. No, it was in your face. And a lot of my Caucasian white mm-hmm. people that I do know, straight up white people do know, and my white friends, they were just like, oh, my gosh, that's ridiculous. And for me, it was like, welcome right. to my world. Right. Hello. Welcome. Let me yep. open the door and show you the injustice for years. But now it's like. Because they were faced to see it in their face and there's no excuse to make up for it. That's why George Floyd was such a heavy hitter. Because other ones, they were like, there was really no in your face proof. You knew the police did it. But it's like, where's my proof? With George Floyd, it's like, we can literally say, ha, look, right right there. Don't tell us shish. There it is. And it's hard to tell your, well, you say you can't tell your sons, you don't tell your sons. It's because you tell them be cooperating, yeah. they still get shot. Don't if, if you tell them stay quiet, yeah. they still get shot. If you tell them put your hands up, they still get shot. So it's like, and it's hard because as a as children you grow up and you know you you see examples from your parents and stuff like that, and like like you were saying, it was up in our face, but it was up in our face in different camera angles. We've seen different versions of the story. Yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. And versus like uh, um, versus like some other cases where it was on camera, it was still, we didn't see the other angles. So it's just hard because like you said, I have a whole bunch of nephews. When I say a whole bunch, like a whole bunch. And it's is hard because when I look at them I say like you know I, I pray to God and I ask him Lord just cover them keep them on, on the right path and keep them straight but regardless of you praying that even if they're going on the right path just like the little the guy Elijah that just got killed a, a boy that played the violin for kids yes 
you know, got choked and killed. He had suffered two heart attacks and something else mm-hmm. after that. So yeah. it's just hard because you all you can do is cover your children in prayer. You yeah. can ask God to guide them, to keep them on the right yes. path. And yes. you just have to keep that strong prayer base. You have to have that. You have to know that you're doing yes. what you need to do on your end. I'm not saying I agree. I'm mm-hmm. not saying Floyd's parents didn't do that. I'm saying what you have to do to make sure that you're secure and that you feel that you're doing all that you could do is teaching your kids the right way to go, teaching them this is how you approach the situation, teaching them the laws, teaching them their rights, teaching them uh, look, if you if look, God forbid anything was to happen to you, these were your last words because you know what to do and what to say and how to say it. And just put it in God's hands. That's all you can do. You can't really yep. you do anything else because it's not it's not about us. It's about what He wants. Yep. If God forbid, if it was their time to go, it's just that time. But it's the reason why Floyd's death happened because it showed us an example. It started it started uproar. This is what needed to be happened. Yeah. I wanted him home. Right. So we can see and open people's eyes. So realize this is not just oh, why this happened, it was going to happen because God allowed it to happen because he wanted us to see it. He Amen. wanted us to, true. you know, open our mouths and, and and get off our hands and stop sitting on our hands. Just like um, white people, they're starting to say something, you know, because mm-hmm. they're sick and tired. A lot of them are married to black women or married yes. to black women, have mixed children. So it's a reason why this happened at this time. It's, it's a reason. Yeah, I agree. And is and it was God's will, and I want to thank God for showing us this, even though someone's life was lost and it's sad. But He allowed this to happen so we can, so the world can change, and that's what the main thing is, right? Yeah, now. Yeah. yeah, it really is. And I, I'm noticing a change, like some of my white friends, like I see them stepping up, I see them speaking out, and I mean, I wouldn't be friends with them if they didn't. So that is true, you know. I see that things are happening in a positive aspect, despite mm-hmm. us losing another black man. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like you said, we just got to continue to pray over our men, even our women, because going mm-hmm. into that, let's talk about Breonna Taylor. This young lady was 26 years old, an emergency room technician and lost her life to eight gunshots from the police officers rushing in her apartment. Mm-mm. This young lady was in her bed sleep. Mm. They have they went and got a specific warrant, which was a no-knock warrant. Technically, okay. they can't come in unless they ask. But if they go to the judge and the judge sees fit and the judge says, yes, you know what? This place is dangerous or there's like trafficking going on or whatever. They can mm-hmm. go and actually get a warrant. And that judge will grant them the warrant to go up in your house and just bust that door down because they're trying to catch you in activity. And if they know, you know, they're coming, they know you're going to hide it. So they went and got this warrant. But here's my problem. You got Mm -hmm. this warrant based on accusations and a wrong address. Because apparently the person you're looking for doesn't even live there. It's like an ex-boyfriend. That's what I don't understand. So how current is your information before you go knocking on doors? That's the part I don't understand. Because I know that they were investigating two men who were supposed to be selling drugs in the neighborhood or around her her apartment or something like that. But that's an they old address on file for the person. Wow. That was her ex-boyfriend? Yes. 
like an ex. Oh, it was an ex boyfriend. So, so they were. This is the case that they will probably be fighting because it was probably caused because she's built usually, which is sad to say, mm-hmm. women deal with their ex boyfriends. It's like you know that that's the known address, even though they don't have. The thing is like with the justice system they don't really update everything they don't update addresses you have to go down there you have mm. to make changes mm. like even if they investigate even if they investigate in certain things if they go based off what they have mm. i'm not saying i'm not justifying that right. no, I know. But, but that's just how it is it's like okay this is the the last known address so that's where we gonna go that's just like if he lived at his mother house and his mother moved they're gonna go to that address because of the fact that they um that's the last known address now it, i don't know if they knocked on the door usually they knock on the door but you said they had a no knock no knock warrant then, that, mm-hmm. then that's when it becomes a, a issue because now you don't know if that person is in the house you don't know if it's elderly people living there now but yeah. her name was already on there so they probably talked to the property owner it, it's a lot it's of, a lot of details into things. that yeah, so it's like we would have to actually look at the case file to actually know yeah. what happened. But the the simple fact that she was sleeping is just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I I do know that and her it came boyfriend in shooting. he he shot first, right? He shot one of the officers in the leg. So he was there. Her boyfriend was there. So then that's that's where the issue comes in. That's where the issue comes in because I if he was there and th- there were shots fired. No matter who's in the house, it end up being in the car. No, not the boy that they're looking for. This is a new boyfriend. Yeah, this not the ex boyfriend. This was her current boyfriend. Jeez, oh, Louise. Mm-hmm. Well, Lord help me. <laughs> so <laughs> he started shooting first. You're gonna get up and yo, you know what it's saying for Knuck if you buck. You ready to get it popping? <laughs> because right. you're thinking to yourself, who's busting down my door? You know, it's not mm-hmm. an illegal firearm. It's licensed to him, so he can carry it. And right. My thing is, these police, now, mm-mm, I'm thinking to myself, I, how do we know they didn't say one little knock, the police were coming in, and it's both yeah. through. Or they didn't say anything. But also, they just jumped and opened the door. Yes. But also, there was no camera footage. Why is that? See? There was no camera. Footage. They didn't yell nothing because if it's a no, if it's a so, no knock exactly. order, they did not knock. They didn't knock. They didn't knock. They didn't. And usually, with any warrant, you supposed to say state who you are. Yep. They well, the police claim that they did. They claiming that they did. But if you have a no knock order, I trust me, you ain't do none of that. You came right in. Right in. And if somebody coming right into my apartment, I'm gonna shoot. And they act my apartment. aunties ain't called me. My my daddy ain't called me. Ain't nobody called me and exactly. say they were coming over this late. You just... But why not the body cam? Like, why you cut your camera off? Mm-hmm. Because they already had the attempt to yeah. kill. Yeah. Like, that don't make sense to me. Yeah. That's how I look at it. Any, any, when they, they uh, body cameras malfunctioning and off, the, you have you went in there to attempt to kill yep. or to do something. So why they maybe can't get you charged? Didn't plan on killing. Maybe you didn't plan on killing her, but you was planning on doing something. So why they not arrested yet? I think that should be a charge. If you cut your camera off, what you cutting your camera off? If your camera is cut off and there's a dead body, you need to be charged. I don't care. I agree. 
your camera is there for a reason for your protection and the protection of the civilian so and there was no drugs in the apartment nothing nothing the girl had a job that she knows she ain't trying to lose okay yeah we all get wrapped we all get caught up with the wrong with you know with them with the street with the street boys we all have our moments she did her little mm-hmm. thing and now i guess the dude she was with was more accountable you know it was more record was better and that's, right. that's horrible that your past and your ex-boyfriend situation come back and kills you and it's not that's even the crazy. guy it's but the fact that you were it, tied to them it's sad it's sad but it happened it, mm-hmm. and i'm not talking about just from like the police i'm talking about in, in life. life in general you messing with mm-hmm. somebody that's just ain't no good for you mm-hmm. and the past and and you I mean, that person been all up in your car all up in your house and you know he most hated most wanted and people come and retaliate yep. on you because they he's known to be there i'm not saying this is the you know the case with brianna but i'm saying this is just you have to watch who you yep, do yep, yeah yeah if you're not if you're not prepared to be in that situation i'm talking about as far as street yes the police is a whole different story that's a whole different type of game that you know, we all don't know how to deal yeah. with it. Yeah. But dealing with somebody that's in the streets that you know he's beefing with rivals or whatever, some dude he did some trash. Or You're whatever, right. You have to you have to watch out for yourself. You have to make sure this person not going. You let him borrow your car and he going to do Preach. a drive by or Preach. doing whatever. You it's right. Just, you, it's it's all about the company you keep. And you know what? Black yeah. women get dragged in that more than anybody. And we need to be more accountable to ourselves and be like, listen, sis, do not be going to change. You're going to be different. That's where a lot of black women get caught up in it. And Police officers say that they knocked once. And they probably said they knocked and said, this is the police open up. Right. But because, you know, they were in the bed. Both of them were in the bed sleeping. So what if they didn't hear that knock? And the police just came in on their end. That's all they remember is just police coming in. And he didn't know who he didn't know who was coming into his apartment. Mm. So he shot. He thought it was an intruder. Yeah. You know, I didn't hear anybody. If I didn't hear nothing and I just see that somebody coming in my house, I have a license to carry. What am I supposed to do? I think it's an intruder as well. We and, it, and it's crazy because we're dying no matter if it's by police hands, by ex-lover hands, mm-hmm. or by just family or just by random. Like, we have to make sure that we're doing right by ourselves. Like, by yes. Us. Yes, like, I agree. We should be doing right by us because right now we have to worry about the police. Mm-hmm. We have to worry about mm-hmm. each other. And, it, and we have to worry about racists yep. and, uh, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like if we don't protect our own, we're going to keep dying. Yep, we're going to die more and more and more. And it's like, I, I it's hard because it's like people, you know, they say Black Lives Matter and stuff like that, which is it, true. Our life does matter, mm-hmm. but does it matter to each other? We want it to matter to everybody else, but does it matter to That's each other? That's true. Like police officers literally ran up in this girl's house, killed her. But we're still killing each other. Yeah. Yeah. We need to open our eyes and see, like, this is wrong. Like, the police doing this is wrong, but how can we stand up for each other when we're making it okay to kill yeah. each other? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And people don't want to hear that. And it's yeah. like, I get it. 
I get it because mm-hmm. it is a sensitive situation because we do pay the police to protect us. I get that. Right. I realize that. Like me, if a police ran up on me, I know my I'm going to be dead or alive, one of the two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's sad because when you see each other, you know you're going to be dead or alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When we should be uplifting each other and knowing that we're safe regardless with each other. Like, And that's why like on one of my papers in school, I wrote about like a topic like that and I said well for police officers and for caregivers and stuff like that they should go through a, a training a mental health training yes. a stress mm-hmm. test and I'm talking about a stress test where they're actually doing this for about four or five months before they even go into school to the academy that's a good idea I think so too Yeah. because then we know this is how you deal with certain people just like anybody like if uh, you know daycare workers and stuff like that all those type of people need to go through mental health checks stress tests before you give them a job yeah they went in there to kill that girl or kill him yeah i believe him and she just be happy she was to be in the, the crossfire yeah. she was in the crossfire of it okay. yeah because obviously they went there they had a reason to go there. they had a reason so it wasn't like they didn't have a reason to go there they had a reason to go there. It's just it wasn't for her or the person that was there. Right. They should knew. They should have known that our justice system should be way better than what it mm-hmm. is for all the money that we give. Mm-hmm. Yep. But we also have to take accountable for ourselves and know the people that we deal with can bring us pain and suffering. Yeah. Mhm. Because mm-hmm. I've been I've been in situations like that where I knew who I was dealing with. But I put myself in that position. I knew what I was getting myself into. Red flag, yeah. And if I wanted, if I wanted better for myself, I had to take myself out of that situation because that life wasn't for me. And that's what she was doing. And it's sad because it's like she took herself out of his situation, out of him, like took him away. Mm-hmm. But the situation was still there because they associated with him her. with yeah. that with her. Yeah. So and you have to real like you have to. And she was better in her life. She was doing yeah, better. Definitely. The thing is, the thing is, her his past and her past came back, and that's what happens in everybody's life. If you think about it, you move on with a new a new person, and then all of a sudden, all these people start hitting you up like, "Man, I miss you. I wish I would have worked it out." Your past always comes. Yeah. Like, I'm not taking away what the police did. They were completely wrong. Mm-hmm. We know that. We know she needs justice. They should be, like you said, charged for their cameras, charged for uh, the way they handled everything, and charged for murder. Yep. And they all need a death. And none is arrested that. yet. I'm, not now. No one. I, I get that. I'm with that. I get that. And I'm with that. But that ex should also be charged with murder. That's how I feel about it. I know that's right. Because you got to think about it. If she wouldn't been in that situation if it wasn't for him. That is true. Right, you know what? And whatever and whatever they was trying to get him for, yes. And you're so. right; it, it's an unfortunate situation, and I'm happy that people are protesting and they are coming together now. Well, we are doing our best to be together and united for the Black Lives Matter movement. And mm-hmm. one thing I just want to highlight when it comes to this movement is pro people feel about the Black Lives Matter movement. Because I done unfriended about 50 million people who were more focused on the protesting and rioting than the movement itself. Mm-hmm. I've had, not will name no names, 
a man say to me, when I go to the store, he's white. He's like, the, you should see the looks that they're giving me because of the Black Lives Matter movement. He's like, I'm not racist. I understand what's going on. And, you know, I hate the fact that they were even there. Even I hate slavery. I hate this. And I looked at him and I said, I get it. How they're treating you because you are a 44-year-old white male. You feel uncomfortable. I looked at him and said, can you imagine how a black man feels? Mm-hmm. You're getting this recently now. We've yep. been getting this since that, since that man was born. They are looking at our little boys since they are born to sit there and say, oh, he either going to make it or he going to be in jail. There is no in-between. They can't even say construction worker living a decent life. No. Right. There has to be a make it or break it situation. So I said to him, you see your uncomfort at the store in Publix for 30 minutes? Mm-hmm. That's a man's un- a black man's uncomfort every time he steps out of his house. Said, and guess what? You, when you can be justified and say, I'm not racist, but how he justified the skin tone that he was born with? How? How? Right. And he looked at me and he was like, I never thought of it like that. I said, mm-hmm. I'm not discrediting your uncomfort. I'm explaining to you that what you're sick of for 30 minutes is what we're sick of for 400 plus years. Yeah. Oh, the, oh, the Karens and all them. This is not fair. And all lives matter, sweetie. Your uncomfort you're getting right now that you're so mad about, imagine yeah. dealing with that before you were even born when you were not thought in your mama's mind. Your mom, your mom's mom, mom's mom, mom's mom, mom. 400 plus years dealing with that. Don't you think yeah. we're sick of it? When The system wasn't built for us, though. It, we need to get out and use our voice. We need to stop hiding and behind politics and saying, oh, we're not going to vote. We're not going to do this. No, get out there. We need to be a voice. Can we tell you something? If you don't mm-hmm. vote, if you don't get your voice, if you don't make a move, go into them little town hall meetings and start raising some hell. Guess yeah. what? Mm-hmm. All the yeah. protesting will make no sense unless you I, get I remember. Beat. I remember growing I, up and hearing, you know, neighbors talking about townhouse meetings and community meetings and stuff like something. But now that I'm a, an adult, I get it. Those meetings actually mean something because you you get information and you apply that information to your life. Get comfortable. We get very comfortable, mm-hmm. and that's a that's the issue that I don't want my boys growing up getting comfortable. I need you to be on top of what's going on in, in your community and in in your world. I get it. Sometimes, like we get caught up in our own lives, yeah, and and yeah. it happens to all of us. But it's just like we have to open our eyes and see this is important. You know, mm-hmm. this is this is life or death in a way because. Mm-hmm. They change a law that say something that we don't know about. Yeah. And guess what? We get pulled over for doing that. And then we get killed because we mo- we had a false move. And it's based off our skin tone. Mm-hmm. And it's sad. Mm-hmm. Just like what, what we see today is, is no one's fault but the white man. And it's, it's sad to say. Yeah. Because that's like you said, the system was built to, to pretty much keep us locked down, to keep us it in the box, to keep us not... Um, um, understanding and getting knowledge, and, and they fear it. They yeah, they fear I, when our well, black men are successful. Yeah, our women are are creating businesses. Yes. They fear that. They, they fear the unknown. Yep. They fear. Um. They fear the the people that they suppressed all their life and kept them, you know, locked in chains. Now that they have that knowledge, they're scared of that because when someone becomes knowledgeable, mm-hmm. you can't control that person. Nope. 
and when they fear what they can't control right. they fear what they can't understand because now our brains is working 10 times harder than theirs because we have to work 10 times harder than them yep mm-hmm. and still to this day women are still not getting paid no nope. as much as me no they're not and I'm talking about all women mm-hmm. not just black all women. women all women there is I agree all women I agree to a certain extent because I still think that white women probably get paid a little they bit more. They do get paid. Yeah, women. they do. They do. They do. Than black I, women. So they do. I, I take I, that I and I agree. As far as men and women, all women right now. Yeah. Because there's my mother, she trained she trained people back in the, uh, when she worked at this one job. I'm not going to name it. It's a known job. It's a known company. And she trained the owner's son train him he didn't have no experience train him he would come he got the manager position and she was still training him Mm-mm. Mm-mm. and she didn't get paid as much as him but she was training everybody that was above her wow mm. white women and white men this is- yeah because in some countries some countries there's all black people there you know what i'm saying but the lighter you are the more respected you are see now that goes into colorism a whole nother topic a whole nother topic that colorism is serious because that's the problem we also have if we need to get over colorism and stop acting like a dark and light shade you're still black honey mm-hmm. you're still black to the white man you are still a black you're not you're not light you're not red you're not this but we to ourselves that's when we start mm-hmm. putting ourselves in categories Oh, it was this one girl who used to say that all the time. Us light skinned girls, this and us light skinned girls, we I stick can't together. Stand that. And I'm like, girl, I ain't with you on that. Like, I'm not about that. I'm about just black. Me too. I, I, each skin tone goes through something personal. Yes. I've been bullied before. It's crazy because I'm not justifying what the police did at all, but it's us. Like, we. It, it's not just us, it's not just them it's all of yeah. us like we all have to take accountability for our actions yeah. it's just sad what they the police is a whole different topic they, they need they need to actually go to the core mm-hmm. and start taking out the cancer yeah mm-hmm. that's what they need to do they need to take start them all up again have them doing them stress tests starting them all up where okay this is it okay you're fired you're out of here go back to the background yeah. people you know mental illness report. Start, yeah. Start pulling up. Start pulling up the reports where people was complaining about these officers. Then you can see, okay, who's the bad apples and stuff yes. like that. But as far as our black men and our black women, we also need to take accountable. Yeah. Because if we're if we're doing stuff to put others in situations like this, then we have to reflect and say, okay, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta get ourselves together because this movement, this movement is about us. Yes. And our power and how powerful we are and how smart and how how we have knowledge and we have understanding. But if we're not allowing ourselves to uplift each other and we're still killing each other, we're giving them the okay to do the same exact thing. Yeah. I think we need to just stay united and mm-hmm. stop and not stop and just keep on pushing because we're mad. We're mad. And you know what? We're going to stay mad. We're sick of it. We're mm-hmm. sick of it. We're sick of the oppression. We're sick of the injustice. We're sick of you trying to slap a bandaid on it and making us happy. Now we're, we're ripping the bandaid that you put on us. And we're like, no, here goes the wound for the world to see. And until you guys give us an open surgery that it fix it permanently, we're going to keep expressing and showing our wound. 
until you guys give us a permanent solution that we are happy with. Yeah. Period. And the per- permanent solution we will be happy with is if y'all put Brianna Taylor's killers, not the police officers, her, her murderers, murder. the people that kill her, in jail. Yep. I agree, one hundred percent. Let's start there. Yes, put him in jail and find that and find that ex too. He needed some talking to, <laughs> right? <laughs> Get him together, honey. Get him to. It, it, it's going to be a change because we're not going to shut up, right? But we also need to change our household and we need to change our way of thinking. Yeah. Um, I learned that like a a vet officer would like to partner with um one of the new trainees. Because the bad the bad vet officer can get away with what he want to get away with. Because if the trainee mm-hmm. tells on him, it's an automatic fire. He he get away with a lot of stuff. You mean to tell me you can't even tell on him? So that's the thing with George Floyd. Because when I looked into it, mm-hmm. he was on the, he was an officer for eighteen years, and those ones around him were like three, maybe not even. They were they two. not they allowed were, to say two. nothing. Yeah. So that's why people were like, well. Why didn't y'all speak up? And I'm looking at it now and I'm realizing they didn't speak up because this is a vet officer when they're scared. Yep. Yeah. Right. What's the movie Trading Day with um uh, it was is it Trading with Day Denzel? with Denzel? Mm-hmm. Denzel yeah. Think about it. Like it, even though that was a movie, mm-hmm. it's still and the thing is Denzel was in a position the white man is in a, that would be the position a white man was yeah. in. It was reversed in that movie, but if you look at it, did you see how it it, it operated? Yep. He already had people that he was working with with years because they already had the same mindset. They was moving like a gang, yep. and the white and the white guy came in and he wasn't with it. He was a good he was a good officer. officer. He was struggling with money, but he he knew okay, this is enough is enough, and he took matters into his own yep. hands. And that's what good police officers need to do. I don't care how long you've been on the job, keep that body camera on. Yep. And say what you gotta say, because it's gonna cover your behind in the end. It was a black lady. Um, I can't think of her name. She was a she was a police officer, and they took her. They fired her for one thing, and then she got her job back. And then she stood up to a white police officer, or whatever, pushed him or something, told him to stop. And they fired her, and didn't want to give her all her pension. Now she, they saying they're giving it to her or whatever, but they're not trying to give her her all her money from the beginning because she she stood up for uh, she stood up for that person that was that victim. I'ma say that was in that situation with the other officer. Oh wow! And it's like we we and the thing is, you got to look at it. They're not for the good police officers. The system not helping them. Mm-mm. No, it doesn't. And their files is getting wiped away. So things are getting buried and thrown away because they don't want the truth to come yeah. out. And now we have people that's actually trying to stand up for us and trying to do right, being fired, money is being taken from them and their family, being killed, you know, talk about suicides when really they, these people are being murdered. Mm-hmm. That's oh. a whole nother topic underneath police officers. And they go, they go into it. I'm sure that they go into being a police officer because they want change. They do. Like, you know, every I believe every officer goes into it mostly because they want to make a difference. So they want to have change somewhere. I think they realize there's a hierarchy. Or, and it's like, some oh. want to change and some want to keep it the yeah, same. Yeah, some do want to keep it the same, but there are those that want to go in and, and make a change and do something good. But and I think some... they also get, end up getting corrupt because they can't talk and they can't speak and they keep their mouth closed and they get used to it. 
And, and then there's some that, you know what, all this requires is a high school diploma, so why the hell not? Right. They need to go through a stress test where you go on, this is the situation, you know, like real life situations, not real ammo, you mm-hmm. know? And like you have to see how, and they have to live at a certain place, just like boot camp, just like the military. They take you away from your homes, and you have to live there and see if you can handle these situations and how your mental can handle. Yeah. And then if you can't handle it, you can't be a police officer. Yeah. If you can't talk to somebody off a bridge or talk to somebody with kindness and try to de-escalate the situation before you have to use um, force with force, then you then you can't be a police officer. I agree. What's his name? Rashard. He, yeah, he did fight against the police and stuff, but he had his back turned when you shot yep. Brianna was sleeping in her bed and you shot her. Mm-hmm. George Floyd was laying on the ground. Actually, y'all detained him and he was calm as a cucumber and y'all, y'all still killed yep. him. And, it, and it's, it's hurtful because you don't want your children to grow up knowing that well I'm gonna die regardless yeah now that's how they feel I've heard I've heard some young men say that before and that hurt my heart to hear them say that like oh I'm gonna die either way and I'm just like the the people that's supposed to protect you killing you and the people that supposed to love you yeah And 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 it hurts because the OGs in the hood nowadays there's no such thing as an OG because the younger generation doesn't look at them as OGs, you know what I'm saying? Because this is where I was going with this situation as far as like the Breonna Taylor. So I don't want people to be offended. What I mean by saying like we need to hold ourselves accountable is just what we were saying. Like we have young people out here like you like how can I say this? Pretty much saying like you said, um we gonna die either way. So they're they're scared. They don't care about life anymore because they know they're going to die by the police hands or die by each other's hands. And if we don't, you know, take ourselves out the equation, mm-hmm. then we can really focus on the the problem, which is the police. Yeah. And it's really because they the ones who fought to protect. Yeah. Them. And it's really sad that they have that mentality that they feel like ain't no way out. It's either the police yeah. or each, each other. other. And, and and the thing is, they don't realize they can change. Like, mm-hmm. you can turn around and make a whole recovery. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? If you fight hard enough to get what you want and to change your life, you can. Yeah. But as the Black community, we need to be there to uplift, uplift those yeah. that need our help. And that's where and if they... And if we open our them their eyes to see, listen, this is the problem. Let's focus on this. Take you know, forgive that person who done wrong to you because at the end of the day, God is gonna deal with them. But you have to open your eyes and see that this is the problem, which is our justice system. It's not made for us. No, it's not. It's really not. It never was. And that's why and that's why I stress when I when they were like Black lives matter, all lives matter, blue lives matter, everybody's life matters, but ours is the ones that it's being taken. Mm-hmm. But it's not just being taken by the police, it's being taken by our own, it's being taken by others. Our focus should be there yeah. right now. That should be our main I focus. really think so. Not have to worry, not have to worry about one of our brothers or sisters robbing mm-hmm. us. One of our brothers or sisters taking our loved ones away from us. You know what yeah. I'm saying? 
And that's where I, I was trying to get at when it came down to the Breonna Taylor situation because she 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 was there. Like, you know what I'm saying? She was doing everything right. Mm-hmm. And still, the police came in and took everything from her. Yeah. But now they have to dot that. You know, the justice system is not, um, not made for us anyway. So now they got to make sure everything add up and all this. And when we should just do right. Yeah. If we do we right by each other, we could focus, yeah. we could focus, put our, our attention and our focus on the police. And I guarantee you, when we do that as as a community and we come together like that, it'll make a big difference. Change will definitely right. happen. Right. You know? So I feel like if we can actually so you, come so you worded it better than me because sometimes my words come out too harsh. Yeah. I get I got what you I get what you was trying to say. Cause I just yeah. feel I feel like our our black community needs to come together, and once we come together, I guarantee you our focus will be so big on those police officers that the laws would change, everything they would have change. change. It would have to change because we come together. They're afraid of us coming together. They're afraid of knowledge. They're they're afraid, afraid of, of the knowledge that we have. They're afraid of the strength of us coming together as one. We can also uplift. We see somebody, a, a young on the street, or doing something wrong. Like you know what, somebody loves you, and God loves you, and keep it moving. You don't know. You don't know what that can preach, do for somebody. Preach. Yeah, right. And if we change in our households, if we doing what we supposed to do in our households and in our communities, and just our walk on faith, then things will change. But we have to change our community so there wouldn't be no. Well, he was this. Well, he was that. Yeah, he was this, but now he's this, and you still yes. did this, you know. And we could really, and, and and you don't understand like how powerful all of us can stand together. Yeah, that's what I was saying. All of us. And people don't. Together. I agree. People don't get that peace is what is what gets people scared because when people are peaceful together. And a sound mind, because when you arguing with somebody, they don't care what you got to say. They know that they got you angry. But when you smiling and you actually saying what you got to say, it scares people. Because now this person is already, she already thought about it. It's calculated. She already got it in her mind. And she already mean it what she say. But when you yelling at somebody, all they want to do is yell back at you. Yeah. But when you speaking truth with, and no matter what that person is feeling, they're going to, they have to listen to it. It, it, it has, they have to. They don't have no. They they can't control it. And you and you taking it into your adulthood life, and you now you using that knowledge that you didn't want to hear before. So that's in any situation. I could go to somebody and I could talk to them. They may not want to hear it, but if I'm speaking in a calm sense and I'm making sense of what I'm saying, I guarantee you, eventually they're gonna take that with them, and they. And that's why they're trying to do the with the protesters, the people that are speaking and coming peaceful is being overshadowed with all the ruckus because they don't want us to, they don't want our voices to be heard. No, they don't. And you know, the police officers, they, they were the ones that was doing all the the nonsense. Yeah, they were dropping bricks off in the alley. Mm. Yeah. Well, I ain't gonna say bricks because y'all think of, you know, us black folks, we think about money when we say bricks. Right. But- <laughs> Literal <laughs> bricks, the bricks they <laughs> Like real bricks, not the not the other bricks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, they was doing that. So they was the ones that was trying to make it look like we was at the not peacefully protesting, but that damn pres- president, y'all. Oh, bro, that's that a whole another podcast. That is not <laughs> my president. 
We'll talk about him next. Yeah, you know. But my president, black. Okay, my president, mine. I don't know where he done been, but I know he here. Hello? He always living in my heart. Right. But he automatic. Right. Yeah, he automatic. I'm talking about the physical. Oh, oh. The flesh. Right. I guess that's one of the podcasts. I that's gonna be like a three hour podcast. Oh my god, baby, I might have to, you know, get a drink the on sleep that. One. Definitely a drink on that one. Not the whole bottle, this. Oh my god, I can't believe I did that to myself. <laughs> Girl, you took the whole bottle. Like, hey, it's been a while since I ever did that. I was, you know, I was getting ready, trying to, you know, get ready, get it in the mood. I understand. Get in the mood. The mood was dead. Oh, no. But we're going to talk about, you know, that on another yes. podcast. How to keep your yes. satisfied and how to keep you satisfied. Right. Mm. But I want to thank Self-care. all our listeners for listening. Join us next week. We will be talking more about um, y'all President Trump <laughs> and other things. So we'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye. It's on.